Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Steegcast. Today Hello. we are. <laughs> today we are recording our season two finale special a little bit later than usual um but we got there in the end and we're following on from the tradition set by season one in today's episode we'll be looking back at our entire season and quickly revisiting each episode as you would have seen in the lovely little short that uh, burr and richard put online with the help of brother brotherton um cracking job on that one 10 out of 10 <laughs> we do um we do this, of course, uh, this recap episode, just to uh, address any developments, mistakes, or additional information we may have come across in the time since the episode was realized, purely because um, most of the time we're just talking out of our ass, and this gives us a chance to correct ourselves or simply just go back in there with a fresh pair of eyes. Uh, it's also nice just to simply revisit something, and we've talked about quite a lot since, um, Christ, it's been a year since we've done a recap episode, I think, if not longer. Um the only thing I won't be recapping is the lockdown special, which is a YouTube special and isn't canonical with the series uh, episodes. Other than that, I've recently sat down and I've listened to every single episode of season two uh, to refresh myself on the new cappings uh, of the Steakcast. Um, we are, however, still working remotely, even though it seems the world is uh, low-key returning to normal in the work of the um, coronavirus outbreak, which is... Uh, absolutely dominated our lives this year uh so in light of this i will keep my intro script brief in case i get malicious technical issues so break out the tissues this cast is delicious so along with this is poor son sid vicious mr burra baricious actually done he's never been to mauritius it's uncle richie richus that's and accurate as always the suspicious mr tom titius <laughs> <laughs> I'm avaricious, wrist deep in dirty dishes, hostful issues. Sean. My name is Sean. Which fucks up my rhyming streak, but there we go. How are we? Yeah. Very well. Very well. Fantastic. What um, I will what is, um, Sean, go on. Sorry, I do apologize. What I will say in regards to the uh, the lockdown special, at the time, I mean uh, everyone was under the impression that the lockdown would be like three weeks or something. So I mean, we kind of we were kind of Maybe in the mindset of that's all it would be, a lockdown special until things pick back up again. But obviously that wasn't the case then. And uh, this soon become our uh, our usual setup, if you will. Well, the new normal, isn't it? What would it be, six months down the line? Seven months? Maybe more? Seven, yes. It's been, it's been <laughs> ab- absolutely crazy. Like, um, But the funny thing is, only in the last... Uh, let's say two, three weeks that I've actually had a run in and come face to face with COVID as a, like, I think three people I know now have got it, but all of them are asymptomatic and uh, none of them are like suffering. One guy said he lost the sense of taste and that, but uh, since we've had the run in with them, uh, basically everyone in my workforce has done the swab tests and oh my God, it's, it's not very pleasant to do, I'll say that much. Uh, it was me and my brother in the car, and he was just like, uh, uh, straight up there. And I, every time it touched the back of my throat, it was. Oh, you know, we, yeah. we, we'd be very bad. You'd be very shit at being a gay man. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about. Um, I was thinking about doing the the, the test, like because I got a home kit as well. Uh, we had one sent to the house, so I might do a little little video on that, demonstrating the how to or maybe how not to. I, I was just going to ask, actually, can you is there a way you could just quickly run through what a coronavirus test entails? Yeah, essentially, you got a cotton swab, which is well that big. Uh, they give you a bag; it's got like a biohazard written all over it. You got a vial with a little bit of liquid at the bottom, where the swab goes after it's been 
everywhere. But you get one swab. Uh, it goes to the back of your throat, right the way to the back of your throat for about 10 seconds. Uh, it says against your tonsils and all that. So that happens. And then the same swab goes up your nose uh, to about there uh, for about the same amount of time, about 10 seconds. It says and push it until you feel pain or discomfort. It's all pretty discomforting. But when that's done, you snap it off, put it in the vial, seal it all up and hand it to the people that will give you a good bit of banter. Christ alive. That's an interesting experience. Christ, right? It was. Uh, yeah, the, the place we went, is you stay in your car your entire time. Like, you don't go into any facility. You, you drive in. They've got it all set up. It looks like a like a, like a zombie evac site. You know, they, they cordon you into these car parks and... And yeah, you're just like talking through these little cracks in the window of your your car, like you know, you're handing everything through. You can barely hear anyone. It's it's, it's pretty bonkers. It is bonkers. Like, okay. But everything came back fine. Uh, it's just been a, a bit of an experience, to be honest. No one I know the score has been actually ill, thankfully. Like that's that's good. Yeah, there seems to be a lot of people now. Who, I think if people, I'm not saying everybody was really ill. Was has already got it, but I think it seems like a lot of people are getting it. There's literally no symptoms. It's weird, isn't it? A lot it? of people, yeah, a lot of people. Um, a lot of the, the people that have got that have got it that I know of are all uh, between like eighteen and you know eighteen and like twenty five. So okay. they're all your prime party in age. And one of the guys even got fired because the whole factory he was working at had to shut down. So they called him into the office. They were like, what were you doing? You know, party and all that. And he was just lipping them like fuck. So they just kicked him to the curb. <laughs> oh, so he basically got sacked for breaking the, uh, like, you know, lockdown rule. Not lockdown rules, but, you know, social Pretty distancing. Much. Yeah. Uh, his... put his entire business at risk. For, and, uh, yeah, I can see why they'd be pissed off. I didn't even thought of that. As it like it went it, it because of that. It was, but it weren't. You know, he's, he's lippy as fuck. You know? <laughs> yeah, he did it now prob- himself. Probably chops them, yeah, yeah. No doubt. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, Anyone else the, come into contact a, with it? There was a case in my, uh, when I work, the first case for us uh, in, the, in the other office, not in my office. Um, they basically sent the whole team home, disinfected the area, and they're all just on quarantine for two weeks, and then they'll all be back, I guess. Um, but yeah. yeah. As That's far as I know, I haven't come in contact with anyone who's got coronavirus. The one yeah. guy, he was he was in work like when he was waiting for his test results and uh, stayed open business as usual. You know, we we literally couldn't shut down because we are like an essential business, and uh, if we shut down, a lot of shit would go down. But I don't know; it just seemed a bit dodgy to me. Like, uh, yeah, it's been my birthday. I had a pretty decent uh, decent birthday. It was nice and chilled. What can I say? Um, I haven't smoked weed or anything in like a year and I got a brownie off a mate and Jesus Christ let me tell you after like my tolerance dropped and all that I, mean, I remember I was just like laying in bed watching TV with Sam and the, like I've never experienced like hallucinations off weed and the room was just kind of going like that I was sleeping within an hour easy it was all it was pretty good so that was my birthday that sounds terrifying it was a little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've had uh, some proper, like, rough times, like whiteies and stuff. Not, pr- you know, but never had visual hallucinations, except maybe that one time we saw Satan in Amsterdam. Um, but oh. you know, that was a bad one. But that was uh, <clears throat> again. I don't know if that was a hallucination. It might have been real. There was a lot of drink within that as well. Though I remember him. I remember him. He was. <laughs> he had the mustache and he had the red wine and everything. And- yeah. 
there we go. I'm glad. I'm glad it's not just me. I did write it all down just in case I I would forget it all. Like it never happened. But yeah, there we go. That's perfect. You've described it <laughs> clear as day. I was uh, I was in the middle of blacking out drunk during there. I remember like a little bit. So I think I was sleeping up against a wall or something. <laughs> <laughs> rough times. Rough times. Um, maybe we'll go into that if we've got a bit more time later on. Right? <laughs> <It's a good laughs> um, yeah, we met the devil. I went back to the place where the devil was seen um, on a later visit, and I, I couldn't. He wasn't there, you know. So know, we never been able to find it. It was like the place that just it was like a, you know, that place was there for that night only. You try to find it again, it's just not there. It's gone, you know. So weird. Pop <laughs> of hell, is it, son? It was a pop-up hell bar, you know? <laughs> everyone was drinking wine and everyone had turtlenecks on and there was crazy jazz music playing. It was like a local Dutch bar, but not like, you know, the old-fashioned kind of brown cafes, as they call them, which, like, sell, like, Jupla and have all old Dutch shit all over the walls. It was literally, like, just, like, some posh fucking Amsterdam bar that was for locals. And then we went in there and uh, it was just happened to be run by... Lucifer, the sun of the morning. <laughs> that was at like two or three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it was late. It was late, yeah. yeah. It was very late. So it was at that point you were like, I might probably shouldn't even be here, you know. It was it was it was rough. Like yeah. Um I yeah, this there's a lot more to it than that, but I won't I won't go into it right now. Um So guys, you two, uh Barra and Rishad, is you have anyone got anything to add before we uh delve into episode one of season two? No, not really. I'm uh, much the same as last time. Like just been uh, doing a few sketches with Bower and stuff, you know, on the old uh, Steecast brand. But that's about it. Like, yeah, uh, they're really good, by the way. I gotta say, that, it was a bit of a surprise because I know the audience probably think we were all in on this, but like, I, I just looked at my phone after work and there was just a YouTube video there, and it was hilarious. <laughs> I loved it. It was great. Is that what was that? Garunanta was it? Something it looked like Garunanta. Yeah. Yeah. And then the bit down from Garanan with a stream. Or was that in Garanan 2? No, it's not, yeah, it's in Garanan. It's all in Garanan. Ah, right. yeah. This is a, like a stream with a bridge across it by the Nanthi. And that kind of looks like that when you're walking down the side yeah. of the stream. I know. Um, but the stream is also Garanan, right? So like when it goes down yeah. into the ridge. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, I'm of shit. I still, I, I can see uh, Richard has had his hair sorted out, and so is well, Barra is always on top of his uh, his hair. But <laughs> I, I, I haven't had a haircut since it's fucking February. It's ridiculous. Like, so I'm gonna go try and go Tuesday actually. Anyway, episode one, unsolved mysteries. Yeah, Christ. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, they've been solved, yeah, sir. Um. <laughs> no, but I tell you what, I recently watched a uh, horror movie called Midsummer, and um, there is a part in Midsummer where there is a competition where people are literally dancing to death, They're literally dancing around this fucking maypole, and it reminded me heavily of the, um, uh, we had this bit at the end of the Unsolved Mysteries where there was like people literally dancing themselves to death, and that was um, unexplained. The dancing plague, yeah. Yeah. That that fried me. But basically, what this was, it was it was just some pagan ritual, but it was based on um, some dark gods or some shit, some pagan devil or something who like possessed all the maidens in the village and made them all dance around the maypole until they all just fell over and died. Like, and um, it reminded me of the. Uh, so where where was that? 
dance Ooh, of death. No, you're asking. Uh, was he in France or something. I think two, in Strasbourg. Was he? I think Tunisia was the the laughing one. So I yeah, I think uh, France was the dancing one. Yeah. Let's see. There we go. That's a little tidbit there for you. On unsolved mysteries. Uh, yeah. On unsolved mysteries. Uh, I think I've got an idea for the maybe next for a next unsolved mystery. If if we're gonna do spoilers or something. Go ahead, son. Yeah, uh, there's something called the Missing Four One One. I'm not sure if anyone's heard of the Missing Four One One. I suggest a bit of a Google, maybe if uh, if you don't know that. But uh, it's basically about hikers that vanish, or they like uh, they walk in with people, they disappear for ten minutes, and then they appear like twenty miles down the road, like impossible distances travelled within certain oh, times. Yeah. And there's a couple of good explanations that I think pretty much covered it up but it's, it seems an interesting one for unsolved mysteries anyone else seem to have anything there was um i'm sure there was a tv show actually not long after we put out that episode it might be a month or two later that it was it was on netflix a show called unsolved mysteries <laughs> oh, yeah yeah uh, there's a couple on there um they're not really way out there like you know like the dancing one and the laughing one but like more so people disappearing just seemingly out of nowhere and things like that. Mm. Uh, I watched a couple of episodes of it. It is pretty interesting. Like It's all based in America, obviously. Is Jonathan uh, Frakes on it? No, sadly. That's like, you know, it's the big selling point now, having Jonathan Frakes on, uh, on a TV show these days. But uh, no, he's not on it. Um, but yeah, I'd be game for doing another one because I, I really enjoyed the Unsolved Mysteries one. Um, and it was... It was a different uh, way of editing an episode for me as well because we done the whole storytelling way of doing it, where you know, we had background noises and um, I know a lot of people listening uh, to the cast enjoyed it because I had a good bit of feedback from it. Oh, good! So, we had to turn it up to load by this time, as we said. So, was that? <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd be I'd be up for doing another one of them. To be honest, it's pretty well, good. Well, there's loads of unsolved mysteries out there. We should do a bit of digging, don't we? You know, yeah, yeah. See if I can solve a mystery. Imagine how cool that would be. It is an unsolved <laughs> mystery. Why haven't we done a Black Mirror episode? <laughs> <laughs> I think I can solve that mystery, son. <laughs> oh, do you? Watch oh, Bandersnatch uh, the other week. I think I'll keep that for the the episode. But have, just... you, have you been making plans for Nigel, son? I expect you have. Nigel, you say? Yeah, is that song in it? It's um, is a song in it? Ecstasy. Yeah, ecstasy song yeah that's the badger when he's driving in the car he plays on there yeah ah Christ Nigel's this one um, for Nigel did we maybe say about the uh, that person got in touch with us over the uh, the Atlov episode didn't they did we talk about that no I remember saying yeah, someone, someone got in touch on the, yeah sorry go on I'm interrupting I can't remember if he spoke about it or not um but there's, uh, it's, it's released now. There was a documentary of a couple of uh, travellers that recreated, uh, re- retraced the steps of the Dyatlov group to try and like, dis- you know, discover the mystery and all that. And I'll, act- I'll actually have a have a watch of that. I think I'll bring it up in the next mystery episode. But um, the wife of one of the people that done it actually reached out and got in touch with us via Instagram, which is pretty awesome. Right, that's right. Yeah, I remember someone contacting you about the um, the next episode, the paranormal. But I don't remember anyone. Apparently. Oh yeah, yeah. What was that through? That was on, that was on Instagram it too. Was an Instagram comment, yeah, yeah, it was. 
Um, so I, che- I basically, I for regarding unsolved mysteries, I checked if there's any updates on the or any new theories on the Malaysia Airlines situation. None of that that I've come across that I haven't come across before. Um, Dyatlov is also my list to cover. You've covered that new documentary and so forth like that. It um, was a news article that came out about the Otlov Pass saying it had been solved. Solved. Yeah, but I when I sure. read the article, it was literally everything that Tom said in our episode, and it didn't actually solve anything. Like the, it was yeah, it was more it was more Russian propaganda more than anything. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah. Sorry, for that. I'm going with the uh, infrared weapons or whatever. You know, I think that's the most realistic. Well, not yeah, realistic, yeah. but. The, the one that sticks with me the most, like, or that or death claws. Uh, we'll, um, we'll, we'll, uh, fucking old Sam actually listened to that episode. Like. She, uh, she said she laughed on you and you said about that. Ah, gamer girl, you got a fan, son. You got a fan. Uh, Dragon. <laughs> I someone likes if I could pod- my, my part of the podcast. Um, uh, uh, yeah, I think that's it. Has anyone got anything to add on regards to the uh, the unsolved mysteries? Um, so I'll quickly move on to a segment that we took from. Uh, I'm taking sorry from uh, Recap Episode One. Um, what, what are we calling this Recap Episode? Is it Recap Episode Two? The Recapping? What, what is? Is it just Recap? <laughs> recapitated. Recap Episode Two. Recapitated. I reckon this should have some bad movie names like that. You know, well, Recap Episode One was just the Recap Episode. Recapping is brilliant. The Recapping is what we're Recap Episode Two. The Recapping. Um, so, as with the original Recap Episode, I apologise for something I said in every single episode. I'm going to do the same uh, for this one. Um, so, for unsolved mysteries, I apologise for using the term transsexualism. Um, I don't even know. I mean, what is that? <laughs> is that even a word? <laughs> It, did, it doesn't seem like the right thing to say. And uh, it stood out, and I was like, okay, I, I probably shouldn't have said that. So that's my apology for episode one. Um, um, I want to apologize for the quiz as a whole. That quiz is hilarious. I ducked out with that quiz halfway through because Joe came home. But um, yeah, yeah. I listened but to it back. It's so funny. Even like, <laughs> it, it's the string thing. That, uh, like, there was a string, like, uh, like, riddle. And it keeps me up at night because it just, the way I described it just makes no sense. It's, it's yeah. <laughs> It was yeah, also the one when you were right like, right. "How would you like the? What would you like first? And you give the wrong thing as the answer. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, "What would yeah. you like first? The, I can't remember what it was, but you give the wrong option as the answer, and you're like, "No, wait." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that yeah that's that's the last uh, last quiz I think I do. <laughs> Bad move. Okay, so episode two, the paranormal. This was um, this was Gareth's episode. How how do you feel the paranormal episode went over, Gareth? We went, we went quite local with it in terms of paranormal. We looked, um, we looked a lot at, at a lot of Welsh-based stories, uh, certainly, and uh, UK-based stuff um, at least in regards to the paranormal. Uh, myself and Richard um, also visited some of these locations as well. And you might have seen if you follow us on various social medias, you might have seen some skits and shorts we did um, in regards to telling some tales as such. Um, one of them was like Llandaff Cathedral, Cafartha uh, Castle. These are all local places to ourselves, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a very enjoyable episode. Actually, it's uh, something which uh, comes very natural to me talking about such things. Really, the natural, but, uh, supernatural. Is this him? Well, I is there anything to uh, to build upon from out there? Really, I just I want to add the recounting of the the 
the voice and the groaning in the flat above the barbershop. That is, I know it wasn't supposed to be funny, but that is one of the funniest sections of any <laughs> cast episode. Like some of the theories, like it was a fucking raccoon in the chair, and like um, it was a ghost coming in for a sick fade. Ah, it was fucking so funny. Man. <laughs> it is, um, yeah, we kept interrupting you, which is a bit shit, but it was, it was, it's fucking hilarious, man. Um, well, yeah. Oh, that, that's a question. That's a that that is a question that leads me on. Have there been any more Steve paranormal occurrences? Um. I think a week after it happened, actually, yeah, it was um, the guy. Oh, that looks a bit KKK-ish, doesn't it? <laughs> that doesn't explain. <laughs> yeah, it looks like I'm just gonna get rid of that. I think uh, KKK is uh, pointy, but that just looks like a ghost. D- does it look like a ghost? Yeah, it look, yeah. Looks like a, the spooks of Bottle Bay. Um, uh, I'll put that one on instead. That's Carol Baskin. Baskin. Oh, right. Yeah, I've never seen Tiger King. Tiger <laughs> King? Tiger King? Is it Tiger King? Yeah. 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 Uh, Tiger Prawns. Um, right, where was I? Uh, in work, yeah. There was a stock supervisor. He uh, looks at the cameras and all that. And we got this big gate and there was like this bread crates and all that just was like moving themselves along the car park in a, in a peculiar manner and the gate was opening and closing and it's a, it was a heavy gate. But, um, I, I myself would say it's the wind, but someone more supernaturally inclined would probably say the place was haunted. Maybe. What would be haunting uh, your place to work then? What would um, choose to? Oh Christ! I don't know who'd want to stay there after they died. What was what was originally on the site though, Tom? Obviously, the the building that you work in is obviously fairly new. We say like the eighties or something. That was probably built, wasn't it? But what was what was that site originally? Was it an old colliery or something, perhaps? I think it was just one of those old Indian burial grounds. Nothing, <laughs> nothing major. No, I, I, no, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. To be honest with you, I think but, from uh, my dad just told me the road into Trydry was literally just a straight line. That's there now. Oh yeah, no, it's, it, the new road. It used to be just a straight line and nothing there. It's just fields. So don't even know if it was a colliery there like they're building uh, houses on top of the old colliery site in Apafanui no that's that's just been a shit old colliery and only for my shot down I mean where, where we live it's like most things uh, was probably a colliery once or something this is how it goes oh there used to be an old colliery but uh, you know this, <laughs> this is how it goes like this, this, this is how it goes so I can only assume it was either it was either waste ground or a colliery that's just how it goes you know it's gotta be one or the other yeah yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, I think building on the paranormal episode, though, we could possibly either do it again or move into like more cryptid territory. Maybe like um, what 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 would you call cryptids? Like um, urban legends kind of thing. Like uh, yeah, you know, cryptids, yeah. you got you got your Bigfoot, you got your Mothman, you got yeah. Um, things. I do plan. I do plan on going to visit. Um, obviously, when things are a bit better, perhaps. I do plan on going to visit and do some more reports. Um, I was speaking to Richard about this only yesterday. Um, so there, there may be some more paranormal stuff along the line somewhere. Um, have there been any paranormal reports in the media is the question, though, since we last done any news reports, any stories that have come in? Do UFOs come? Not particularly, but I, I'll take UFOs. There's been a good few uh, from America. Reddit's been like uh, all the paranormal site, uh, subs on Reddit have been lighting up. 
the night skies with uh, reports of UFOs and things, but you know, credibility is sketchy on them. To be fair, I always think of that character from Futurama when they when they go back to the sixties and they invite a set a certain section of people, and one of them is a mad conspiracy theorist with a an old. <laughs> camera, and he takes a picture, and it's just like this blur. Yeah. <laughs> I don't uh, think there's been any ghost sightings or ghost reports, though, or anything like that that's popped up anywhere. Space ghost, coast to coast, is his son. I guess the, the, the urban legends and things, though, Tom, that would probably come under more of the umbrella of the myths and legends uh, yeah. sections that we do, I, I guess. Um, I, I guess there is a bit of crossover. There's a crossover between Unsolved Mysteries, Paranormal, and Myths and Legends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There is quite a you know, a blurred line. The Cerberus, in it, of episodes, just yeah. three heads yeah. of uh, different weird shit. Yeah, Christo. I mean, I got a little note here that says um, we seem to be at war with each other on this episode. Everybody seems to be on different levels. Um, although it does make for, as I said earlier, with the stories, it's pretty, it's pretty fucking entertaining. Well, it's it the best so way to fun. be on a subject, I think, anyway. Let you just go in the beginning and you go straight off on the offensive about ghosts. Not existing, Tom. <laughs> well, you asked me what I think, and I answered what I thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? uh, I'm not going to pretend that I believe in something I don't, just for the sake of it. I, I, can, remember, I can remember Tom phrase something like, um, these lies... Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. No, it was... Um, uh, oh, what you, delusions. Delusions. Because they are. That's why... <laughs> oh dear oh dear oh dear i still like in my in this room where i am now i still have occasionally things weird you know like, like i described in the episode every so often things will just fall off shelves if i got it happens fairly often so i just them really to add but guitars haven't fallen over again though that was like a one-time thing That'll just be Cambodian banana spiders, man. They built like brick shit houses. They push books off shelves and move stuff yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. You know, all them, all them spiders I'm getting in the house, like. <laughs> and when the toilet roll started unrolling itself, wasn't that a story? Oh, it was my dad. That was. I was in oh, France was... as well. <laughs> he said that he went to the toilet, and when he was in there, he saw the toilet roll unravel itself. And he came. He came out, I was. The, I was the first person he saw after it, and he came out and he told me. And I just looked at him and went, "Bullshit." <laughs> I just. I can't believe you went to a, a bathroom in France and it had toilet paper in it. Sack me, dear. Mon dieu. My toilet needs a wiping. Um, okay, so moving swiftly onwards to episode three, I will quickly do my. I'm sorry for in the paranormal episode. So I'm sorry for insinuating. Uh, I, this was on a tangent, so it wasn't really as part of the episode itself. But I, I'm sorry for insinuating everyone who is politically left-leaning is into bum stuff. Um, <laughs> In everyone <a> ghost knows... <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember how this came up, so this is my apology that I've written down. Um, but yeah, everyone knows it's the right-wingers who can afford to get pegged <laughs> by their... Uh, <laughs> Thousand pounds an hour mistresses in City of London apartment blocks, not the left, and the poor Antifa. I have no idea how I came to that. Conc- I don't even remember saying it. Uh, now that I've made the note, but I am sorry for insinuating everyone on the left likes to get pegged. That is probably not true. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> um, so, episode three uh, Brexit. 
Um, uh, another seasonal <laughs> order. Order. <laughs> another one of the seasonal um, anomalies which seems to continue is that Gareth was not present for this episode, um, even though he was in all the promotional material. Worth um, noting as well that Tom was actually absent for the last bit of the paranormal as well. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was. Yeah. I you didn't see a man about a dog. Just left like. Fuck this shit! I'm going home. <laughs> what are they in, regards, ever, you know? in regards to Brexit, though, um, I mean that was top news until the coronavirus came along, and now the news barely mentions it at all. Yeah, no, there's a single that. how convenient, day. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. This is it. So I've quickly got some updates on Brexit. I made the point to research how it's all going since we don't hear about it anymore. I was like, got oh, a few paragraphs here. I'm quickly going to read out before we go through anything else we need to recap. Um, so I, again, like just Richard said, I, I would say I blame COVID for the sheer lack of Brexit focus. Oh, Christ, I, I think, honestly though, I, I, I think it was before that we stopped paying attention. You know, People I think as soon as, yeah, exactly. As soon as we ended the transition period and it was like, okay, so we, we've run out of options. We're now leaving the EU. Everyone just stopped giving a fuck. How it was going to happen, no one seemed to give a shit. Once those talks were over with, that was just... Um, that was it. So what's been happening this year is that um, there's been trade deal talks um, and strangely enough, the sticking point has been fishing rights talks, um, all of which was supposed to be concluded by September in order for businesses in the UK and I suppose the EU to adjust to the changes before we actually leave for real in January 2021, which is... Uh, not, not very long away at all. Um, so this is our transitional period year, which has just been a complete shit show because of COVID-19. Um, so none of these talks have really truly began, and it is now September now. So <laughs> um, it's interesting to note, however, most people don't even know this, um, is that due to the coronavirus, the EU proposed an extension to the transition period, extending uh, the EU membership of the UK until the end of December 2021. But of course... Um, Boris Johnson did not initiate this process. Finally, my last bit of update on this is um, is a very important process, apparently. Uh, it's called equivalence, with a capital E, um, which is a new set of rules which will allow financial service providers on both sides of the channel to continue trading and operating through Brexit and beyond have not been set in place by its deadline of either June or July. I forget which one it was. Um, as per fucking usual, each side is blaming the other um, for the delays and talks have broken down. So as you can see in this brief recap, it is business as usual for the sheer Brexit-related political fuckery. We are literally no closer to leaving the European Union, even though we are two-thirds of the way through the transition period. There is nothing. Well, I, I read a, um, a news headline the other day that said, I, I don't know how true this is, but Boris might step down over health concerns due to like lingering COVID uh, issues and if that happens then brexit would have been going on for three fucking pms it's the pm destroyer isn't it it is like i mean this is a topic i don't know if anyone was gonna fucking do it it's gonna be this guy because it's proper hard fucking brexit ain't he so if as it stands we're just gonna hit december and then hard brexit but when everything would said would never happen it's gonna happen <laughs> there's harsh just brexit, son. harsh brexit son the worst no, if he thing. goes, wouldn't it be 4 p.m.s? Yeah. yeah, Cameron left it with me. May left it high and dry on me, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> so, no, Cameron, May, Boris, that's it, three. 
Yeah, but if he Just steps down over this, uh, the oh, there'll be, be a fourth. It'll be the fourth. Yeah. Yeah. He ain't gonna step Bonkers. down. No, I, I can't see. It's probably a bullshit article. He's been after this position for God knows how long now. You know, he just wants it for whatever reason. You want but, it? Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, um, what, I, about, I, what about the UN? I, oh, sorry. I'm gone. Sorry, I do have something that uh, one of my friends who listened to the cast actually fact checked. Um, something that I said. This is always um, good. So it's so. Yeah, my mate Gaz, he said that the NHS bus... I may have covered this in the following episode of... Well, the episode after it, and was it we... Yeah, we didn't then. Yeah, I may I have covered it, yeah, but I'll do it again, just in case, for clarity's sake. So, um, the NHS bus that we just... Uh, you know, that had the, the, the billion slap on the side, that was actually nothing to do with Farage. So, that was Vote Leave and Farage campaigned with Leave.eu. So, that bus was Boris's bus, basically. Um, not barrages, um, and then they weren't fined for lying. They were fined for overspending. You know when they were found guilty on the campaign. Um, so they were fined for overspending and not lying, as it were. Um, and if we, as three different countries, Wales, Northern Ireland, and Scotland, tried to gang up on England to take it over, I'm pretty sure I mentioned this in the following cast anyway. Um, we wouldn't have enough seats because England still have more seats than the three other countries combined. So there's no way that, you know, unless Plaid Cymru runs in the parts of southern England and gets in, there's no way that we can possibly get any It's not, that's not going to happen. But, yeah. I think it's only uh, with Labour, wouldn't it? It would, it would work. So if you had Labour plus all the other parties, it would have been enough. But Labour would never have yeah. done that. So, yeah. Yeah. I suppose here's a good place to uh, probably speak about the UN and what's happening with the the, the Russian poisoning at the moment. I see. I've been to. I just read a fucking massive book on Russian poisoning, so I should be all over this one. But I've kind of snoozed on this recent poisoning. What's going on here then? Uh, as far as I can tell, as far as the news says, uh, conspiracy circles—they're uh, obviously chatting up, but uh, nothing major. Um, the rival towards Putin's next uh, election got poisoned uh they didn't you know they didn't believe that he was just ill so they jetted him over to germany uh top german doctors have said that it is a poisoning um trump uh, everyone's kind of condemning them uh, within the un uh trump still chumming up to him saying you know he's, he's good friends with him uh i think other than that that may be it but it was confirmed that he he was poisoned by German doctors. Conspiracy people are saying that Germany actually poisoned him just to tarnish Russia or whatever, but That's you know. what Russia keeps saying, isn't it? It was the same like it, so they keep using this one compound, is it Novichok? Is that the one they keep using? That's now? ringing a bell. So it's like why would they keep using the same poison that immediately identifies them as the culprits? <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like it's a stamp uh, on it, like Yeah, it's like, oh this was done by Russia. You might as well just put a fucking stamp a Russian flag on their head when they were you know, it's <laughs> Yeah. I don't know, but apparently, like Russia has this fucking factory facility that just makes all this shit. So well, why they would keep using the same, you know, the same fucking uh, poison? I used to use polonium, I think it was. I know it's no, I don't know. I can't remember. I told my head, but isn't that yeah. what that guy died from in the UK? Uh, you know about the Litvinenko guy? Yeah, that was polonium. Yeah, I think that was polonium. 
he had a very they botched his assassination that's why he took so long to die um and he was uh, ex kjb yeah. and he defected to england um he worked like freelance um and he also worked with um boris borisovsky some old like oli- oligarch from fucking russia that was basically just against putin and this huge smear campaign campaign against Putin and Litvinenko also worked for MI5 on the side, <laughs> so um, yeah, they eventually uh, sent someone over to do him in, and they put um, I think they put it in his tea in a in a hotel, and um, they they botched it. They got all over the tea. They got all over the teacups inside the teapot in the bathroom in the hotel. Um, loads of people came in contact with it. Nobody got seriously hurt. But um, they left a trail of radioactive polonium all across London. They they knew oh, who did it, but he fled back. I can't remember the name of the guys who did it. They were two Russian uh, Russian agents. They they fled back to Russia. Um, but yeah, Litvinenko died slowly and publicly um, from from uh, poisoning. Whereas those two in like fucking Salisbury, they just got the full dose and they just died pretty much instantly. Didn't someone else who just randomly came across it in a bin die as well? Like some homeless person or or drunk or something. Or I might I might report it. Is that fake news? Possibly. Is that this one or, uh, the, or the, the oh the last one, the Salisbury poisoning. It was um two people killed in Salisbury. Shit, son. Yeah, I think he was a Russian spy or defector or some shit, and his daughter. There was, a, there was a TV series uh, or, or a short drama on about that recently, actually on BBC. I think it might have been, but the Salisbury. That was the first time the UK had acknowledged um, the fact that Russia had been killing people in this country. Russia's been assassinating people all over the world, apparently, according to this book I've read, for the last fucking fuck knows how long. So it was the first time the government was like, you know, just called out Putin and said they actually blamed Russia for that attack. Uh, That's ballsy. Yeah, it was it was interesting. I didn't really follow it at the time. It was what, like two or three years ago, maybe a bit longer. I don't know, but. Weird. My dad bought me a book on Russian assassinations. Like, uh, it's called "From Russia with Blood." If anyone's interested, it's um, the rise of Putin from the KGB to the presidency or whatever the fuck he is, and um, all the bad shit. They also say Putin blew up a fucking tower block full of people as well. I don't really can't remember the ins and outs of that. There was a, they blamed they blamed it on Chechen terrorists, but um, they reckon it was a false flag. I'm going a bit off topic, but you know, <laughs> this is Brexit. We on Brexit, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, good book from Russia with Blood by Heidi Blake. Um, she's a BuzzFeed journalist <laughs> who's now probably on some fucking KGB hit list. It's a good, it's a good read though. Uh, I'll stop talking now. <laughs> so has anyone got anything to add regarding Brexit? Uh, God, you're on the ground, weren't you? I think you were in. You were a European correspondent. He was. That's like yeah. Um. It was a very quiet day at the time, though. Um, I wasn't able to uh, meet or converse with anybody, um, but uh, I was I was there in the field. That's that's the most important bit. On the ground liaison for um, the Steakcast uh, EU relations. Yeah, we did. That's have, right. Uh, that's right. Um, unfortunately, though, uh, I couldn't get a, a statement from anybody at the time. Yeah, we did have David O'Rea outside the uh, <laughs> uh, the Senate as well. Uh, we had a nice report, and he well, he was the one who actually brought the news that Steecast were going to do a Brexit special. So uh, we do appreciate Mr. O'Rea's uh, uh, plug in that sense, you know. Yeah. 
I've got a second page of Brexit notes, which I forgot to add. <laughs> I've just scrolled down. Um, so just quickly, because I rambled about the fucking Russian poisonings. Um, this was something I left out of the original episode, um, and it's regarding the um, why trade deals with America may be a bad thing. Um, basically, it just addresses the whole um, sensational little headline of, uh, you know, the whole chlorine chicken shit, you know? Um, so why are they, why is it, basically, why is there chlorine in, in American chickens? And this is because... In in our law, or maybe it's EU law at the moment as it stands, additives, um, regardless of what they are, can only be added to foods if they're proven to be safe for human consumption. I mean, that sounds pretty fucking fair, doesn't it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so these additives or chemicals or whatever, they're, called, they're given E-numbers. I'm sure you've heard of fucking E-numbers or you've yeah, seen yeah. them on ingredients lists. Um, so they're additives that are apparently safe for human consumption and even though there's a lot of shit about certain numbers being not safe smarties got recalled didn't they back in the day when i was young smarties got recalled they took out all the blue ones there was something about the blue ones that were making all the kids nuts apparently <laughs> <laughs> i'm fair i mean caught it smart i do remember this though i do remember it now you've said it it was a no, thing I'm, I'm sure it was a thing yeah it definitely was a thing they, they did change the colors on the smarties that's a definitely a thing well I'll get on that kill on google i'll be for the next recap episode <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, well, e-, e numbers are a, a talking point on their own, but, but hear me out here a sec. In America, the difference here in America is that additives can be added to food as long as they are known to not cause harm. Known to not cause harm. So there's a massive difference in the legal wording of it there. So basically, so, you couldn't put like acid in ice cream because, you know, ice cream with acid because you know acid's just going to kill people, right? So the important distinction is in the wording. So essentially, Food manufacturers in America can put whatever the fuck they want into products as long as it's not known to be harmful. It doesn't have to be proven to be harmful first. So they don't have to do any testing. Exactly. So it turns out a certain... Obviously, you've got the FDA and it, there is testing, but like there's... Cl- chlorine is obviously not good for people. <laughs> well, it depends. It's probably food-grade chlorine or some shit, isn't it? So basically, if it turns out a certain ingredient in a certain product ends up I don't know, causing cancer, well, then they have to take the ingredient out. Tough luck to the people who got cancer from consuming that product, you know. Um, and that's the reason why uh, a lot of people are concerned it's, regarding it's, um, trade deals with America and if so like, they, American they, food products start coming over here, you know. There's plenty of people in America. They just wait and see like, you know, they, they wait and see the harmful effects and then change it. So, it's typical yeah, so, America where they protect the companies and not exactly. the people. It's capitalism fucking yeah, it's capitalism, isn't it, you know? yeah. It's fucking, it's literally, you know, and I'm sure there's a lot of places in America who... Oh, oh, I'm making safe food. I'm not saying like there's millions, billions of people in America, whatever, you know, they're all, a lot of them are quite healthy living, you know, no, no one is, uh, not everyone's dying from eating chicken, but like, it's well, basically, the most obese countries in the world, but, <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of people there saying that. It's just like, you know, it's, it's the, um, it's just there's lower food standards in the, apparently the best country in the world um, than it is in the, European, <laughs> in the European Union and the UK currently. So that's the main concern, that the market will be flooded with um, lesser quality goods, like chlorinated chicken. Yeah, definitely. That was my major concern. Uh, I'm pretty sure I brought that up in the VegCast episode, maybe. Seems like something I, I would have brought up, because it was one of my major concerns about the, uh, the chlorinated chicken. Though my chicken contaminated, so... No, they it's, do. it's very pumped with water as it is. Supermarket yeah. chicken. You'd be yeah, fucking no, shrills up. Cook it. It's fucking disgusting. 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 <laughs> anybody, sorry, son. Does anybody have anything to add to, to the Brexit portion of this 
cast. Uh, that's all I need to say, but I'm not even Cool beans. Uh, in that case, then, regarding episode three Brexit, I am sorry for calling the DUP a Catholic party and somewhat belittling the Irish troubles. Um, as 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 asinine as I think it is to argue over religion, this is the world we live in. I must accept that. I don't want two satanic verses myself and have like people trying to fucking do me in um, because I've insulted their god. Um, speaking of which, um, the um, Charlie Hebdo re- reprinted all those Muhammad cartoons this week. The ones that, well, the ones the op- that got him. Ones that got officers stormed and uh, people shot. Yeah. Big protests in Sweden as well. Uh, someone burned the Quran, and a lot of Muslims are not happy. Burned the Quran? Yeah, Quran. Yeah, Quran. Quran. That's cool. the same for you. It's the Quran. <laughs> yeah, they they put that, but uh, big riots in Sweden at the moment. Sweden has got a high percentage of immigrants, isn't it? Sweden is one of Oh the yeah, highest. huge. Yeah, yeah. They had open door policy pretty much now. I think that's about all I'm going to say on that. <laughs> we cover this very clumsily on the uh, David Icke cast in season one. The, the, the um, immigrants thing, especially in Sweden and in Germany. Uh, Angela Merkel being accused of uh, opening doors and all that shit. Um, okay, so episode four, Weed Internet, part two. What, <laughs> what's going on? Internet, there? Eh? Egg. All oh, right. It's an egg, son. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why have you got an egg, Tom? Um, because it, it's, it's in relation to Jeffrey Epstein. There was an interview he done. Uh, I'm not sure if he brought him in the cast, but uh, one of the accusers of Jeffrey Epstein accused him of having an egg-shaped penis in, in an interview, a recorded interview. You can find that on YouTube. I'm not they sure. they mentioned that in the fucking... Like, so we get all these serious accusations and one person comes forward and goes, his penis is shaped like an egg. Pretty much, yeah. You felt yeah. that necessary to the to, yeah, to mention. He's got, a, got an identifiable penis because it's in the shape of an egg. It's, it's, it's a good interview to watch. It's, it's funny. It's only like 30 seconds long. But uh, that's the story it's there. The way, I, it's I just didn't... the way his face goes after they mention that. <laughs> yeah. It's the massive giveaway, like, you know. Yeah, he's definitely, well, he did have an egg-shaped penis, 100%. But um, I just didn't want a picture of Jeffrey Epstein's face behind me. So I thought the egg was probably a bit more standable, but yeah, no one wants him looking over your shoulder, today. <laughs> so uh, I don't know where 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 are we? Um, there's been a few developments on the old fucking Jeffrey Epstein situation since. We oh, we go, we're going into that. Um, yeah, I was. I I've kind of lo- I I dropped out on it to be honest. Uh, I haven't really followed much, but I know Maxwell all the. Plea deals for bail have been denied. Uh, they've unsealed documents that she's tried to keep under wraps. Um, there's leaked an email that was from Epstein dated 2015, which was a draft that Maxwell could use. Uh, I, I'm, I'm assuming in in any case that they got caught, that like lost all. Uh, you know, while they were like partners within it all. It kind of, uh, you know, got rid of all her accountability towards it all. Like, but Epstein had written that and sent it to Maxwell in 2015. So, I'm assuming that they were, you know, prepared for this for a long time. Yeah. For a long time. Uh, I've also found out that her sisters, I think it was uh, bah, 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 Isabel Maxwell. She, um, she basically set up a lot of uh, Israeli American cyber security and all that, and. Seems a bit sketchy. I am 
again, I'm probably looked into that. But Don't they all work for like no secret service, but like <clears throat> you know, like CIA. Yeah, 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 yeah. or in- infrastructure. Like, so you know, they- they've all got access to information that you know the usual people wouldn't have. Like, and it's quite weird to have it such a high uh, high risk factor within one fa- uh, family, like especially if they're into dodgy dealings. Yeah. yeah. So they get like a Snowden person. Are they setting up all this shit for like, like computer based or or what? Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, they set up a, a search engine. I think it was. Uh, a, again, uh, the only information I've got is from like dodgy websites and, and uh, Wiki, <laughs> you know, is Wikipedia as well. So I, you know, I don't want to say too much on that just in case I get it all wrong. Like you know, don't want to go spreading that misinformation. But Fake news. That's the, yeah, that's where I am on here at the moment, to be Fake honest. News. As for Epstein, he's uh, apparently still dead. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> Was he even dead to begin with? Prince Andrew, uh, I think, FBI, he said during the BBC interview that he would uh, help the, the FBI with any uh, questions they have, but since they have contacted him now, and he's he said he doesn't want to help them, so... There's also that. There's I, a, didn't, I didn't know that. It was a massive Save the Children protest too outside Buckingham Palace that the uh, mainstream media didn't cover. Thousands of people outside uh, shouting Save Our Children, Children's Lives Matter and all that. Save them from what? Pedophiles uh, and all that shit. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the, I the, imagine you know, it's trafficking. Trafficking. Uh, well, it is. Yeah, it's all, all trafficking really, isn't it? But... Uh, QAnon have got themselves wrapped up in all this now, and in America it's kind of turned into a partisan issue, whereas if you think the elites are doing what people are suspecting they're doing, then you're right-wing, and if you don't believe it, then you're left-wing. It's, it's kind of turned into that kind of whole nightmare episode. I would have thought it'd be the other way around if they were going to put it, put uh, it Clint, into... Clinton's. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, apparently yeah. Trump has been uh, exonerated. He's not implicated in anything. Even the victims have stated that they never once saw Trump on the island or anything. But as as true as that is, I there's yeah. been conflicting ones though, because someone did come forward saying that Trump threatened them with their lives. Really? Yeah, saying Ooh. if if you ever tell anyone that I was here, I'll fucking kill you and your family. And that was given like in like. As evidence, that was part of her um, statement. I can't remember the woman's name now, ah. but that was just part of the statement. But I haven't heard any more of that. I, like, I, I know that he's got so much protection as he's president currently. It's re- the laws in America are bonkers when it comes to pre- president. Like they can't be, uh, like blame. They have they have no sense of blame or anything. They they can just get get away with whatever. And then when they get out of office, that's when they start to get like. Um, uh, what you call it? The floodgates. Yeah, that's, that's everyone just starts investigating them when they're out of office. So I guess they're probably waiting for Trump to, you know, either lose this next election or another four years, and then they'll go for him again. What's that's your like, prediction? What do you reckon? Yeah, what do you reckon? Well, I reckon he's. I reckon he's guilty as sin. Like he's, he is you, just. Look do, you think, do you think he's going to get in again, though? That's oh, right. do you think he's going to get in again? Yeah, he'll get in again. I think he will as well. Yeah. Are there many presidents that only serve single four terms, uh, four years? No, there's not. But I did find out that if a president serves for four, they can lose the next election and then go back in the following, again. following yeah. term. Yeah. 
There but was they can only serve two round. two terms of four, though, right? Is that right? I think. Yeah, I think there's only one president in history that's ever done that, to my knowledge. I could be wrong though. I can't remember his name either. Sorry, but yeah, that sounds yeah. about right. Though, yeah. Don't you think it's weird though? Americans are like they learn their presidential history, don't they? They're yeah. all up on like who did what and when, and you know, knowing your presidential history. Like you need to do a citizenship test. There's a lot of that in there. Well, there was, but um, uh, we don't do that over here. No one seems uh, to know uh, the uh, prime minister uh, his prime ministerial history. Like no one seems to know. You go b- before Thatcher, and, and no. You know, maybe it's kind there's of a guy brain, uh, Churchill as well. Churchill, obviously World War Two, right? And the guy he took over from Neville, Neville Chamberlain was he World War One yeah. or World War Two? That's it. Like, you, you give me any, just give me some old fucking prime ministers. You know, it's just, it's weird, isn't it? Like they know every single fucking president they've had for the last four four hundred years or whatever long it's yeah, been. We we see it as parties more so than the person running them. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. And it's very much more of a a team sport in that sense in the UK. <laughs> we're, far, we're far more, you know, work as a team orientated. We're in America. They are just, you know, we are the greatest. It's just like one goal, one person. Like, look at Trump now. He doesn't, like, in a lot of interviews or whatever, he doesn't say, we are great. He says, I am great. You know, that's and that's the sort of mentality that they have in America is that sort of just I, and that's it. As if they haven't got a massive team behind them, like yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. it's not like they 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 just a puppet on a string. Um, it, it's like um, what was I going to say? I've forgotten what I was going to say. <laughs> speaking of speaking of Trump, did you see that thing that um, some guy on YouTube went round about you know the make make America great again thing, and and they were wearing it and they were like, so uh, when was America last great? You know, like, it's always great. <laughs> So why do you want to make it great again if it's always been great and stuff? And people were just so stumped by him asking this simple question. That like, sounds like old America gas America always been great. It's yeah. the rust belt, isn't it? It's the death of American industry. The working class, the parameters are shifted. Where are the blue collar blue collar jobs? You know, China. Everyone with a blue collar job also had access to the American dream. You know, you could have a blue collar job and own your own house and all the rest of it. You know, by working in a fucking factory, now that's impossible. You know, and all those kind of industries are shut down. There's a lot of um, major plot points of the YS season two. Is it's not race, like everyone seems to think, and it's rightly class. so. Rightly so, yeah, it's not racist class. I and mean, a lot, of, obviously, a lot of a large percentage of the poor, the underclass, and the working class, and that kind of class of blue collars which are now forgotten, are black. There's a massive percentage, I think probably way more than white people, but there is a lot of white people in there too, and a lot of those disenchanted white people, those poor fucking white neighborhoods and stuff, all along like the Rust Belt, as they call it, covers that entire part of America where the industry has just dried up and gone offshore. Those are the people, you know, that voted for fucking Trump. Or those are the people he was appealing to anyway, you know. The, uh, the America. Like, <laughs> a, lot of the, a lot of the Americans want, like, they want the vision of the 50s back. Like a yeah, lot exactly. of them said, like, yeah. oh, yeah, let's go back to how it was in the 50s. And it's like, oh, okay, so, you know, you, you want segregation, you don't want women's rights, you don't want workers' rights, you don't want anything like that. And it's, and it's that stumps them as well. It's like, what do you, do you know what you actually want? Or are you just saying these things? I imagine they just want their industry back and, and away from, as yeah, Sean's put it, delicately it's offshore. Nah, they, they don't want foreigners there, pay, even though the country is full of foreigners because it was founded on foreigners. But there we go. Americans are just British people on holiday. 
What? <laughs> <laughs> Not just British. They're also French, Spanish, Italian. German. Uh, what else? Probably South, various South American countries as well. The only true Americans, like United States Americans, are the Native Americans that they basically scalped and killed when they got there. So, yeah. Well, that we scalped and killed. Well, yeah, yeah exactly. Americans did, it was us. It, was us. it, is, it is Britain's fault. America is Britain's fault, basically. Christopher Columbus Sorry, has got a lot to answer for. Uh, they tear down a Columbus statue somewhere recently, part of these Black Lives Matter protests. Or were they on about it, it makes sense because he's got a lot of shit history behind him. Yeah, most definitely. Old mm. Cabot's gone away of the door. Do have any Cabot's into the drink? They Craig Charles the Mr. Cabot, didn't they? See the Bristol one? Yeah. Yeah, watch that bag. Are they going to rename Cabot Circus, I wonder? Who's a Cabot? Who's a Cabot? Colston! Colston! Fuck, Colston! I don't know what you're on about that. I was like, yeah. yeah. Fucking hey, Bristol. Bristol Colston, that's the badge. He was a slave owner, wasn't he? They found, like in that statue, though, they found uh, an old magazine from when it was built. Did you see that? And they had the, the signatures. Yeah, the signatures of the people who built the statue. And it was inside the statue, and no one knew about it. Yeah, was awesome. I thought it was pretty cool, like. Yeah. I suppose they didn't fucking set it on fire or something, you know. That well, they did check it in the river, so. <laughs> Into the drink. Into the drink. Are they going to get that out? They said they were going to take they it did. out. Yeah, that's because when, when they fished it out, that's when they found the magazine inside it. Oh, it's the magazine's fresh. It's, uh, it's already been fished, then. It's in the museum. It's, it's really. It's not like completely, uh, uh, was it, soaked and stuff, but it is still, you can still see it and read it. Just not in the best of conditions that they could have been. No, fair. Speaking of BLM, I've seen a lot of um, obviously on on Reddit and all that. There's a lot of uh, videos and things, but there's so like the ratio of white people to black people in these actual riots and protests are insane. There's so many more white people than black people it in depends these. Where you, where you are, I where think. you look at it. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 true. That's true. But Just, I mean, uh, I don't know. It depends if you're talking about the the genuine protests or the online virtue signaling oh the, the crazy riot kind of kicking off where everything people yeah well not so much riots but the protests that happened in every city in this country let alone across the world and it, America. There's, a, uh, there's a difference between the protests and the riots so, you know there's there's the yeah. people with their heads screwed on there's people that just want free shit exactly but like online it, it's easy to think oh it's just fucking white people it, it's like because like i don't know maybe because i've mainly got white people on my social media, um, and they're all like talking about it and shit. So it's easy to just go like, oh, they're just virtual signaling this whole black fucking screen thing, and you know. But I didn't go to any protests. I'll be honest with you. There's one in Cardiff, but I didn't go to it. You know, peak coronavirus as well. So you know, there's a lot of flack for that. Um, whether or not it was the right thing to do, it's the same with. I went to, I went on my lunch and Extinction Rebellion were marching this week. Um, no one seems to give a shit about them anymore. <laughs> but um, yeah, there are like 77 people arrested. Not in Cardiff. Yeah, but, really? Um, not in Cardiff, in London that was. But um, yeah, the last year, Extinction Rebellion was uh, massive noise. And like, this year, no one gives a fuck. That's the thing, though. They're, uh, they're arresting people for like uh, protesting lockdown. They're arresting people for Extinction Rebellion. But BLM protests seem to be allowed. I'm pretty sure a lot of people got arrested for BLMs. Maybe it, definitely in America. Anyway. Kicking off, yeah, sure. Yeah. But 
They didn't arrest anyone for pulling that statue down, though. As far as I know, they said they were going to investigate, but they never fucking did. There were p- p- pictures on the news of the people throwing it in the river, like just, you know. They replaced I'm not saying they should be arrested. I'm not saying that at all. But like you know, it's it's. Uh, what did they replace it with? They replaced it in the dead. The Black Lives Matters movement replaced it in the night time when no one was around, with a statue of the woman. So when the statue fell down, a woman climbed up on there and put her fist in the air. And someone had a, took a picture of it, and a guy built a statue of that woman. She's not an unnamed woman, like you know. She, well, she was interviewed and stuff, but it wasn't about her. It was more of about the sort of Symbol. image of it, and um, and that was put up in like the middle of the night, and then everyone woke up and saw that statue, and the council tore it down. No, um, it did. That <laughs> was a good the, move. The the artist, the or the sculptor was credited, so they said to him. You can either come and pay to have it back, or you can donate it to a museum. So he donated it to a museum, I think. Um, but that's reminded me again, completely not on the same level of seriousness. But when the Merthyr Council painted over that Merthyr Rising vigil or whatever the fuck, what do you yeah. call that thing? It was like a fist with the iron in, in the fist. Yeah, yeah. Roll kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> How could he be so out of touch? Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a symbol of Welsh history, that was, wasn't it? You know, it's, it's basically the same thing. As All we've got now is a blank wall and an iron yeah. heart, which is yeah. a tiny little iron heart that you can stand in or whatever, or take a piss behind. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, just to move it forward, because we spent a lot of time on episode four, um, my apologies for this episode is bringing the pizza in halfway through the huge Epstein, Epstein speech, <laughs> mainly because it completely derailed the episode um, massively when everyone started eating that ridiculously hot pizza that Tom bought down. Um, <laughs> especially Gareth, who couldn't seem to stop eating it, even though it was melting his brain. Very hot pizza. Um, yeah, I, 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 it was stupid of me bringing it, really, because I, I spent fucking weeks researching that, like weeks and weeks. And... Um, yeah, like you said, it's got a bit derailed. Like you know, I just I did steamroll on with it in hopes that it would have turned out different to how it was when we were there. But yeah, that's that's kind of why it was all a, a major fuck. Oh, I love that episode. It's my favorite. To me, it's peak Steecast. That was yeah. my fa- favorite episode. I think of Steecast so far. It's fucking classic. Less the fuck the fall it's, up. It's so fucking. It was a good day as well. It was a good way. I obviously I don't you were you were there in the beginning, Tom. But we went to Tiny Rebel for food, and then we came up here and just spent the evening doing the podcast. Then we watched Bandersnatch. <laughs> we went, we went home again, again. Yeah, but like it was a good, it was a good night, regardless. Um, so episode five, um, nine eleven. And I, I don't really know what we can recap for this one, but the fifth episode was uh, on the uh, terror attacks. Uncle Richard did that uh, episode for us. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest, there's nothing I can add to it. Um, like nothing I haven't already said in that episode. Um, and obviously there's not really much that has happened since. But um, yeah, it's 9-11 is what it is. I, I basically said my piece of it and I gave the conspiracy theory and whatnot with it. But yeah. Anyone else got anything tied on 9-11? I think this might be a quick one, to be honest. So what's up with the background? Oh, I, just, I had two backgrounds queued up, one for the first half of the cast, and now we're halfway through, I've switched it to my second background, which is the cover of um, the Vaporwave album um, by an artist called Macintosh Plus. I forget what the name of the album is, it's in Japanese, I can't remember what the translation is. Ironically, that might be the Twin Towers. 
Behind yeah, me. So <laughs> never noticed that before. Um, yeah, Macintosh Plus Flower Shop. Check it out. Bang an album. Um, what did Floral actually, Shop? Actually, uh, something that I, I think nine eleven obviously shocked me watching it, and then uh, I think the thing that like the next thing that probably shocked me was the Beirut explosion. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the massive like just fireworks. Yeah. Oh shit! Mental. Yeah, that was insane. That was mental. <laughs> It's, yeah, I couldn't get over it. Like uh, that was like, yeah, that's one of the craziest things I've ever seen. What was the cause of that? Did they say? Uh, yes. Yeah, it was, uh, like um, I forgot what you call it. Fuck. Nitrate. Yeah, uh, ammonium nitrate. Mm. Ah, fuck. I, I need what to quickly just Google what it is. It's a fireworks factory. Uh, I'm not sure what exactly triggered it, but the conditions it was stored in were absolutely ridiculous. In America, they store them in facilities like way out in the desert. You know. Away from heaven. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't a fireworks factory. It was just a holding. Um, it was ammonium nitrate, and it was a holding facility for customs, essentially the docks in Lebanon, yeah. Beirut rather, not Lebanon. Um, but um, is Lebanon? In, is Beirut, Beirut the capital? Beirut's Lebanon? In Lebanon. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Sorry, but um, yeah. So basically, this this it was a ship that you can follow it all, and there's a lot of conspiracy theories on why the ship ended up docked in Beirut. But like the ship was badly damaged um and they weren't allowed to leave the port i can't remember the reasons why but in the end this the, the crew were told to leave the ship and um it was just left there in in the uh in the docks um so they emptied the contents of it into the warehouse and the ship eventually just sank into the fucking dock it's, the ship was fucked you know it was really old rusty like crew cargo ship so that's gone and obviously it's been there for several years just people have kind of forgotten it was there um how it caught fire, I'm not sure. But like there was a fire in that building and then yeah, it just went up. That ammonium nitrate just fucking it all exploded, like tons and tons of it. Just fucking blew up half of Beirut essentially. And so there's a bit of a blame game now about who's responsible for leaving that there and you know, what chain of bureaucracy ended up uh resulting in it just being stuck in uh in in the docks in Beirut. so yeah 9-11 i apologize for the massive attack pun and for the i racked my brains pun um i felt pretty bad about making jokes through the episode because it was 9-11 three thousand people died um but listening back i think rich succinctly uh handled the facts and material very well despite the usual chirping of the cast um, besides, in comparison, like coronavirus has killed tens of thousands of people worldwide, and most people don't give a shit. So there we go. Um, what a world! Number six, episode six: serial killers. Anything to add regarding serial killers? I, I do actually. Um, so in the episode, I think we brought up. I think Gareth brought it up actually. He said, "Have there ever been any Welsh serial killers?" And we I did see that. Did see that. And uh, we couldn't think of any. None came to mind. Well, thanks to my mate Gaz, there is a Welsh serial killer in his good old cast. So, um, Peter Moore is a British serial killer who managed cinemas in, is it Baglit? Yeah, Bagit, Bagilt in Hollyhead. Bagit. Oh, fucking um, Anglesey, is he? Yeah, and um, he murdered four men in 1995, and due to his attire, he was dubbed the Man in Black. What attire did he have, eh? Black. Suit. I guess a black suit, yeah. <laughs> so. It's quite rare that a, a serial killer would kill within their own uh, gender, apparently. As a golden yeah. to law. Yeah. With Jeffrey Dahmer. Dahmer, yeah, he was oh, gay. Was he Dahmer? Was he Dahmer I'm thinking of? I can't remember. He was, uh, uh, he was gay. 
Oh, yeah, that, that does factor in, apparently. What, um... Yeah, Anglesey is just a desperate shithole, so, I mean, how did that, how did that come about? That's nuts. Is that the only Welsh serial killer, then, that as we know of? As far as we know, yeah. Unless there's, like, one in, like, way back when. Blackbeard. Um, Got him this guy, uh, Peter Moore, he befriended Harold Shipman in prison as well, in Wakefield Prison. Wakefield? Uh, so, there is a, so <laughs> there's a connection in there. Um, he's still alive, though. Um, just He's obviously serving a life sentence in uh, uh, Wakefield. We should get him on a steep cast. He's probably getting on a bit, doesn't he? He's 73. There you go. Harold Shipman, now. Oh, Harold Shipman? He's dead, yeah, but He's got to be getting on a bit, surely. He did. He's dead, but <laughs> He's dead. He yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. Hang up, bang. Let me, let me retrace now. He killed himself, did he? Yeah. Ship. I'm did he? I'm going to Google it quickly. Yeah. Did he? I, I don't, honestly. Did we, did we mention, did we mention much Sean Shipman in, in the cast? We, we brief, I think. Yeah, brief. Very brief, for now. He, he hung himself. Yeah, he killed himself in 2004. This is a Mandela effect. Suicide by hanging. So you uh, say Mandela, Mandela effect. There's actually something called the Shipman effect. Let me read this out. I don't actually know what this is. Um, yeah, well, oh, I can see this. Uh, what the fuck? The Shipman case and a series of recommendations in the Shipman Inquiry report led to changes to standard medical procedures in Britain, now referred to as the Shipman effect. Oh, we mentioned that. Yeah, yeah. we mentioned that. Yeah, did, did mention that, yeah. Yeah, we mentioned that. that was an effect, though. But yeah, uh, that's pretty cool. Well, oh, shit. I, I, I thought it was more of a Mandela effect. Then. I all, did as well, because that's the way it was laid out. I people who could remember Shipman still being alive, like myself just then. I was like, oh, he's going on a bit now, do he? Yeah. Like a great fool now, son. I can only apologise. Doctor Death, like. Um, I said, yeah. there's definitely been a decline in uh, mainstream media cases of of uh, these types of people, though. As opposed to like the the eighties to the you know sixties to the eighties, there seemed to be loads of them, but now tapering off a bit. Like, Maybe it's because the internet is so popular yeah. and everyone's got fibre optic; they can just kind of just watch porn all the time rather than <laughs> go out and kill people. So start them off, apparently, according to a uh, young Bundy. But uh, no, you might be on something there. The, 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 the more cameras uh, that are set up and all that, there's just less opportunity to actually get away with yeah, it. So it maybe it's hard to get away with shit, isn't it? You can't, so maybe, well, you can't maybe, go to a pub these days without having a track and trace set up on you. Maybe these like one-time killers would eventually go on to become, but they can't. Stupid government. Stupid global elite tracking my every movement. <laughs> Stopping me from. We mentioned, the, uh, <laughs> mentioned the West, didn't we, briefly as well? We did. Yep, yep, the West. We mentioned. Obviously, uh, they're I iconic. I think, other than delving into uh, different people, we're pretty much done it's, on that subject. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a topic. It's a topic that we could come back to because I know there's. Uh, oh, yeah, shitloads. In time. So it's something that we, we probably will uh, bring up another one. Maybe not next season, but possibly the season after, something like that. Um, I will say though the the pro- the promo material I did for that with the the smoke that's probably one of the, the f- my favorite things I've ever made. Like, very cool. Actually, ma- actually making it, I had fun doing it just because of the smoke and shit. It was pretty cool. So 
I do look forward to making more of them when we do another episode. <laughs> but um, yeah, Smokey Boy, Smokey Boy. All you're missing was Jonathan Frakes. Uh, do you know if we could get Jonathan Frakes in something Steve Cast related, I would tie a happy man. But honestly, it'd be like would he, he would he have to do a Riker pose as like part of the in, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'd have to, you know, sit like he does. We put his leg over the chair and then sits down. A sketch idea could be maybe me trying to trying to do that. But obviously, <laughs> you know, it's not going to happen. Like, but um, that could be quite funny. Uh, I think uh, I'll check in a. I'm sorry for here because now it just flashed to me. I done a 1985 thing with a cy- cyberpunk yeah I call it like cyberpunk 2044 or something like that and even right now I can't remember what it's actually really called <laughs> cyberpunk 2097 20, is it 2097 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 2077 I've got a wipeout 2097 the second wipeout game from oh like remember wipeout wipeout 3 was banging man I had the yeah. original wipeout it was fucking solid wipeout 3 was ace wipeout fusion I had it's as well go fast Gotta go very fast indeed. <laughs> Anti-gravity racing. Anyway, my apologies for this episode is um, describing the Dutch metal band uh, Prostitute Disfigurement and their track Dismember the Transgender as beautiful. Um, <laughs> it was meant to be a sarcastic comment, but it doesn't come across that way at all. So um, <laughs> not scoring high with the uh, the transgender slurs this season. Um, really not going well at all. Um, yeah. I just read it on my. I don't know how we came. We I don't know how I ended up googling prostitute disfigurement discography, but when I came across that song, I just fucking read it out. I was like just shocked. I was just fucking crazy the name on this song. Um, yeah. So yeah, I wasn't glorifying that. I was trying to be sarcastic. I bet, I felt I bet it was to do with um, Jack the Ripper and how he targeted prostitutes. Yes, it was. It was because it was uh, from crotch to crown was the phrase, wasn't it? Yeah. From the Jack Ripper thing. Ah. And there's a prostitute disfigurement album called From Crotch to Crown. And that's why I Googled it. So I thought, where have I heard that phrase before? Um, The gory pits of death metal. All this stuff's been drudged up for subject matter a million times over. Anyway, episode seven, the movie special. Um. Just a quick one on that. Um, I tried to. You were talking about the Avengers and how good that could have been if they made a theme song that weaved all the superhero theme songs together. And I mentioned something called the Greatest Fight in History um, about like a Flash cartoon that had like Batman and Superman, all these different superheroes fighting together. Um, the Greatest Fight in History is actually a Death Stars song. Yeah, that that animation is called the Ultimate Showdown. Does that ring any bells now? Because when I said it last time, no one knew what I was talking about. No. The Ultimate Showdown, Flash animation from like the Newgrounds days. Oh, Christ, no. Oh, fucking hell. A long time ago. Might have to bring that up on the next weird internet. It's, oh, I, I don't know. It's just, it's just a. Could you put like a little, uh, a little a box over there? With it in Sorry? it? I don't think I could. Maybe if it's a YouTube video. It's basically just like a, a Flash animation of all these fucking superheroes fighting. It's called The Ultimate Showdown. And um, it's like a theme song running over it, kind of like Super Duper Hero Mega Squad. And um, it's uh, it's just all these people fighting, kind of like what Avengers ended up doing. Yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking at it now. I, I don't ever remember seeing this. 
It was like Newgrounds uh, Flash animation days. Um, so other than that, I've got nothing really to say other than my quiz was canned, which was shit. Was it was a good quite, quiz. It's quite a weird, um, weird episode, that. Okay, I think it ran on for a lot. Oh, no, we had technical issues. For, or It went on for a bit longer than we anticipated. And, I, put, uh, I said three movies each, and it was way too much. And uh, yeah, everyone in the house was kind of in, in bed by the time we got to the end, and I couldn't really talk. But we had, um, what do you call it? Uh, like last movies, one each. I forgot what we call them. But uh, mine was like. Mansions, is it? Yeah, yeah, that's the yeah. Mine was a uh, Joker, and uh, yeah, didn't really get time to talk about everything we wanted to, I suppose, on that one. There was something as well, I think, Gareth. I think it was Gareth who stated the Home Alone was a John Hughes film. It's not a John Hughes film, isn't it? No, well, I only know it because from the podcast. So John, <laughs> John, John Hughes wrote it, but Chris Columbus directed it. Chris Columbus did it. He did the Harry Potter films, or the first yeah. three. First one. He done the Philosopher's Stone, didn't he? Oh, did he? Oh, right, okay. So, yeah. And he, he was only anyway, had something to do with. Uh... But I was going to get some proof. He's not having this. Not having a splash for me. You make me question my entire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. From John Hughes, Home Alone. Yeah, it might be the writer though. Yeah, have a look at the record back. Then I w- the second one, as Rich says, then from John Hughes, a Chris Columbus film. Now I thought Chris Columbus discovered America, so if he did Home Alone <laughs> as well, he's a pretty fucking talented guy. <laughs> Well, uh, there we go. So here's the question. Can you look at the back and clear this up? Did did um, John Hughes or Christopher Columbus direct Home Alone 1? Who directed Home Alone, the original, with well, the gratuitous violence? The original Saw film. A John Hughes production, a Chris Columbus film. Uh, there we go. Right. Um, so it was the same with the second one then, written by John Hughes, directed by Christopher Columbus. Written and produced by John Hughes, the first one. The first one, written and produced by John Hughes, directed by Christopher Columbus. The second one, written and produced by John Hughes, directed by Christopher Columbus. So the same on both. Oh, I didn't. That's cool. And we, well, we you know, I had no idea Chris Columbus was... The, there is a Home Alone universe, apparently, after that, but I, I refuse to accept that, so we won't ever speak about it. I can't imagine yeah. John Hughes or Chris Columbus have anything to do with those movies. Not to my knowledge. I... Never seen any of them. I don't no interest. Absolutely no interest. Again, thanks to Gaz for uh, spotting that. <laughs> it's like, it's like he's like a fact checker man. It's great. <laughs> so he also said, I don't know who said this was probably Sean who mentioned something like this, but he said the ginger block at Homeland is Damien Lewis. What did I say? Damien. I don't know. But that's that's the notes I've got. So. But I don't know where that was in the uh, in that particular cast. So. You mentioned uh, John Hurd being in Homeland. John Hurd, the dad in Home Alone. Yeah, I went through a list of the terrible stuff that he was in, like um, Chuds and uh, Sopranos, and um, he's also in Homeland. So that must have been how that came up. Yeah, yeah possibly. It's possibly. It's <laughs> possibly the only reason mentioned. I could think to mention Homeland. Speaking of oh, Homeland, uh, the second season of The Boys is out. Oh yeah, it is out, isn't it? I saw the advert for it. I saw the first episode so far. I've only watched one of them. Um, I haven't seen any of them yet. But yeah, it's, <laughs> it's wild, man. It is a really nice. good show. Yeah. Very much looking forward to that. 
the boys that's heavily on my yeah Christ list that is I still haven't seen last year's first season of the boys it's good it's good yeah is that it for um, movies Dune, well, Dune is coming out. Dune remake, yeah. Dune Apparently remake. has the blessing of uh, a lot of the original cast, and um, yeah, people are looking forward to it. Has Lynch said it? anything on it, or not that I know of? I think he's pretty much washed his hands with Dune. <laughs> um, what? Um, Who's directing it? Uh, yes. I know it's a big uh, guy. Who done Dune? Uh, no, Blade Runner, the twenty forty nine. The new Blade Runner. Couldn't tell you. Um, uh. I got that somewhere as well. I'm about. Um, oh, not the hand. I haven't got the hand. Dennis Villeneuve. Dennis. Yeah. Dennis. Uh, that's, that's, that... yeah, that's ringing a bell. Big bell. You've got to be in a John Hughes spiral beer now. <laughs> John Hughes, was John Hughes ever a director or was he simply a, a writer? Um, let's have a look. <laughs> yeah, it is Dennis yeah. Villeneuve who's doing the new Dune. Sorry. Please continue. I still haven't seen the original Dune. I've avoided got, that actively. I've had it on VHS as well for I've years. I've got Dennis for you, starring Walter Matto. And um, this is the same, a John Hughes Productions. John Hughes was, was only ever uh, like a writer and producer type thing. Um, he never yeah, directed he anything. Involved he didn't direct this either. This was directed by Nick Castle. So when, when I say a John Hughes film, I was correct in saying a John Hughes film. Dennis the Menace is a John Hughes film. Home Alone is a John Hughes film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he so, didn't direct it. No. We did see, we never said he directed them, did we? We never said he directed them. I, I, I don't know, son. I, don't, I just go off my thought. Simply said they were films by John Hughes. Traditionally, though, when you go uh, a so and so so and so film, when when you say a so and so so and so film, it generally means the the guy who's directed it. It depends, but it is usually the director in it. But you know, uh, I, I will say so. These films, he did direct eight films as as a director, John Hughes. So Curly Sue, Uncle Buck, she's having a baby, planes, trains, and automobiles. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Weird Science, The Breakfast Club, and Sixteen Candles. They are the films he directed. Great films. Absolutely great films. Iconic films. I've never seen The Breakfast Club. Neither have I. Right. Well, that's where we stand on John Hughes. <laughs> Has anyone seen any good movies lately then? And I know we'll move on. Anyone seen anything good? I did rewatch Joker with Sam. Sam never watched it. So, uh, Bandersnatch? Uh, I guess that counts as a film. That's a good show. Uh, I've been working my way through the Leprechaun series. They're going off <laughs> Oh my god, isn't that Ice Lepre- or something, something like that? Um, that might be like a Leprechaun 4 or 5 in the hood. Um, I haven't got that far yet. I'm on Leprechaun 4 now and I haven't watched that. It is. It got better and now it's getting worse. Did you know Jennifer <laughs> Aniston was in the original Leprechaun film? No, she I didn't. First that. ever role. She's like ripe as fuck. She's like tw- early 20s. She turned down the second film because she just started on Friends. <laughs> a wise Probably choice. Probably a good call. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good career choice. I was shocked to see her in it, I'll be honest. I was like, is that fucking Jennifer Aniston? It looks like a teenage Jennifer Aniston. I googled it. I was like, fuck. That's nuts. All pre-plastic uh, surgery Jennifer Aniston as well. Oh yeah, she's literally her first acting job. It yeah. was. Crap movie called... Uh, and, and, and until, until the reboot recently, all the Leprechaun films have been played by um, Warwick Davis as well. <laughs> the guy, the Harry Potter guy, and he's uh, Mark Davis. yeah, like he's really like you know well respected actor. Show? Yes, he does. Yeah, terrible. So he's like this proper respected British actor. 
starring all these B movies. It's nuts, man. It's fucking so bad. The Irish puns are. Yeah, let's not talk about Leprechaun. He's also in. Uh, is it Life is Short? That's him, isn't it? I mean, I um, ah, shit. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a Ricky Gervais thing, is it? Yeah. Life's too short. Life's too short. Is it? Uh, with Barry Bar- Meestenders, I think, is in one of them with him as well. I get confused with the extras a little because they they that universe they're all like all mates, obviously, yeah. and they're all kind of cross reference. What's the one with like Les Dennis and Cheggers and Cheggers plays cock? Uh, that's, that's, like, extras, that's, that's extras. That's extras. That's extras. Extras, like. I think. Cock. Yeah, that's uh, that's life's too short. What is it? Like, Les Dennis keeps laughing about in extras. Oh fuck! I can't remember. What's that now? Is it, uh, murder my wife today, or something fucking like that. Oh, I'm better my sister today. Oh, that's <laughs> <right>. <laughs> Why are you like Keith? <laughs> so uh, my name's not Keith. Um, yeah, that one, that one, that one, that one. Um, Oh, yeah, it's not even Les Dennis, it's Keith Chegwin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. You get your Cheggers and your Les Dennis confused, I think, don't you? Yeah, I do, I do. It's a regular thing. On the subject yeah. of extras, and also on the subject of um, this format of the of the movie special, I would like to do a TV series version of that at some point, where instead of movies, you talk about TV shows. Maybe yeah. tweak the format a little bit, because we ran on way too long. Um, or maybe it'd be different if we were doing it in person. It might flow a bit better. Um, so just waiting for everyone to take their turn, and you know. Uh, I don't know, man. With like you got Black Mirror, you got Twin Peaks. I mean, those two on their own could could be episodes. Yeah, that would be, yeah, that would be their own episode, though. That's it. Or maybe like we'd have to talk about we'd have to converse with each other and talk about stuff that others haven't seen because we're all into different things. And it'd be worth bringing that up because then two people or whatever couldn't go off. Like if I brought up Twin Peaks on one of those formats, me and Tom would tangent massively. Same with Rich and, and Tom and stuff with Black Mirror and all the rest of it. And, you know, stuff like that. And again, we did Game of Thrones. And I guess some, a lot of the stuff that other people would bring up, would it would be deserving of its own episode. But there's always going to be stuff that we've all watched that others haven't seen and we're never all going to watch those types of programs. Um, so it might be worth doing that. You know, like, yeah, exactly. I've I've never fucking seen you know just shit like that. Just a list of stuff that we'll work that one out. Maybe drawing board that one. <laughs> we'll figure it out. But um, yeah. So let's this this move on then. Um. So have I got any apologies for this one? I apologise for fucking up the format and not getting to the quiz and all the rest of it. The quiz was amazing. Um. We'll. I think I did end up posting it in the chats we had, but not. On the decal. So anyway, fuck that. Can't be very distracted through work. I did, son. I appreciate that. Anyway, it was a good quiz. <laughs> I feel bad that we didn't do it on you. Ah, sorry. Right. It's not the That's end of the world. I've got one for this. Well, we see where, where the time goes when we get to it. It's not as uh, long as uh, as the other one. Just a few quick questions. Um, because we haven't done one in a while. There might be a format that's dying out for this decal. But we'll uh, we'll consider that going forward. Episode eight, then. Um, myths and legends. Myths, huh? Shortest yeah. episode uh, to date. Shortest episode to date. Yeah. Um, to be fair, there's not really much I can say on this episode. Again, it's everything I wanted to say I said in the episode, and there's nothing else to cover in it. Um, pretty much like it's an episode that we, I think we have talked about revisiting myths and legends again. Oh, definitely. Because mine was mainly focused on more, you know, close to home. Uh, and you know, I think we want to do like Bigfoot and all that stuff, you know, in the future, and kind of uh, like we said earlier, kind of blurs the lines between paranormal and sort of mysteries as well. So, 
But uh, also, I, I want to place like a thumbnail in, uh, in, I got this for my birthday, which is, uh, uh, oh, hold on, no, hold on, no, hold on, no, hold on, no, hold on, no. Mythos. There we go. Oh, Stephen Fry. Uh, Stephen Fry's Mythos. Uh, Sam bought it for me for, for my birthday, and um, I, I'm pretty, I, I quite like the Greek gods myths and all that anyway. So that's just like filling in blanks within my knowledge of it. So I'd like to check an episode out on that. I think that kind of goes in with myths and legends. I mean, it's called mythos. So that'd be pretty pantheon, is it? Uh, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, from the start of the world all the way up to, to the end, like, you know. But yeah, if there's anyone uh, listening and watching to this that has any of these sort of myths kicking around chuck them our way and we might be able to cover it in a future episode just because i always like hearing about new stuff like this just out of the blue from like a random country in the world where they've got this crazy myth this is like a, this is a mental story so if someone sends us anything like that we're more than happy to read it out in the cast oh yeah definitely 100 percent, 100 percent. cool is that the shortest section as well as the shortest episode is yeah, anything man. else to say I think, straight or? to the point I, I very much I, I, I did enjoy that episode though Rich I did I gotta say I, I like the story format in the episodes yeah, yeah. So like the moment, least man. involvement I've had in an episode just kind of sitting there listening which was nice for a change more like an audio book it? <laughs> 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 it's good to move try what you now for free <laughs> oh my god, man! Yeah, those are fucking hundreds. It's, um, it's much ass. more immersive, uh, immersive though. I think the story format for the listeners. I I think so. Anyway. Yeah, that's that's it for me though on, uh, on mysteries. So. I think that on mysteries, guy. Uh, mythos. Nope. You good? So I apologise, like I just said, for not saying much. Not really being involved, but I didn't want to interrupt. Shit was going well. I really enjoyed the um, the one about the kids going missing. That was a weird yeah. one. Oh, like, that popped up on Reddit not so long after. It did, uh, funny enough. Yeah, the, the new, there was like a newspaper clipping, and uh, if maybe we can find it, we can flash it up on the screen somewhere. Fucking like Piper, you know, leading the kids off. Weird shit. So, episode nine of VegCast. This is a recent one, wasn't it? VegCast. Here we go. This is one of the most painful editing processes of an episode I've ever had in my life. <laughs> to uh, to break the fourth wall a bit of uh, you know people know how we edit episodes. Um, so I, this episode took my computer eighteen hours to bounce down <laughs> because <laughs> because of the amount of animated screens I had in there. Um, but yeah, that was fun. <laughs> eighteen fucking hours, man! That's insane. It's yeah. the only uh, stick. How long did it take to upload? Or did it take long rendering time? It didn't take long to upload. It was just rendering time. Yeah. It was the um, so during you and Harry's conversation, it was the moving background because okay. that conversation went on for so long. That was basically an After Effects background that was stretched. So an After Effects isn't a great application at the best of times for shit like this. For, well, for like functionality and and just reliability so trying to get that going oh man it was uh yeah it's a challenge there <laughs> so it's the only decast episode that i've not listened to in one scene it's too long i've yeah. not been to oh, i think long. in hindsight it might have been better to do the episodes 
including the um, Greasy Vegan interview and then put the Becker and Harry interviews as like accompaniments probably yeah. a better idea yes that's what I from in looking back at it now I'm like that was so long <laughs> this, is, this is something we, we did actually discuss I remember um, saying like oh should we have the interviews as a separate thing and instead but we decided to go all in on it and chuck everything in in one episode and it was pretty overwhelming and like the people i've talked to um who listened to it you know as much as they enjoyed it like you sean they said that there's no way they could fit it into one uh, episode uh, into one sitting rather and it was covered in like some people covered it over a week's time really you know they listened to it once a well, this i listen to a lot of long form podcasts like that you know like six seven hour podcast so you know it's i mean i was always open to trying that whether it works for the steepcast is another story <laughs> you know there's a lot of fucking effort involved again on your guys part on gareth who wrote the episode and richard who obviously bounced it all down and edited it and added all the effects and stuff um yeah it was a massive effort <laughs> fucking massive effort like for a, for a single podcast yeah um, i did i did enjoy the episode though and um to to go off on my personal before we started doing that episode i decided to do a vegetarian diet sort of in the build-up to the episode to see what it was like and i've kept it going so i'm still sort of vegetarian for that you know I have never, I haven't had meat or anything since then. So how long okay. are we talking? Just out of curiosity. Uh, so what, over two months now, was it something like that? Good going, man. Fuck. Um, so I'd still consider myself uh, a flexitarian, but like I've said, that when Christmas rolls around, I'll have I'll have a Christmas dinner. But like for the most part, I don't like I don't feel like I need to eat it. Like with me and Ga- me and Gareth. Uh, doing stuff the other day we ended up getting food and like we both got like tofu based stuff and things it was really enjoyable in fairness i had uh, i had a lovely uh, vegan pasty as well um i've other than i had a brief moment of madness where i probably had too many beers and i, I finished them at tom's um p- pizza which had some meat on it if tom remembers that's the only bit of meat <laughs> oh god yeah yeah that's the only bit of meat i've had i've had in months like um other than that, I've I've been having all vegetarian and vegan stuff, as same as Richard, and more or less around the same time, really. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm not classing myself as uh, anything uh, really, but uh, I, I'm ha- more than happy to leave out my diet at the moment, and I can't see me eating meat again anytime soon. So yeah, there we go. Till the next dawn of pizza comes a knocking. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, that was a, a moment of madness. Absolute moment of madness. I was. Because I was doing so well, and then uh, I finished Tom's Pizza Dregs, and it was like weeks of hard work, just, just you know, out the window. Like, um, I think but, uh, I'm more than more than happy to completely leave meat out of my diet at the moment, and that's where I stand on it. Anyway, I think I was more uh, aware of what I was eating for about a month, and then like the hedonistic treadmill just caught up with me, and uh, I just, it just kind of went again, like all the consciousness disappeared from my brain. Um, on that note of consciousness did anybody actually watch the earthlings documentary no Uh, no. sorry oh just just wondering just wondering is all because you got brought up a few times in the cast it did no i I haven't watched that's that's the one that's pretty brutal though isn't it uh yeah that's the um joaquin phoenix one is it joaquin phoenix 
Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I'm I'm fully aware. I'm fully aware of what goes on. I'm fully conscious uh, of the industry. At the moment, as I say, I've chosen not to uh, participate or get involved in or eat any products of. So uh, I'll simply just leave it at that. Really, I won't go any uh, delve any further into it. I'm not going to screech around the place that I'm a vegan or a vegetarian or whatever. I've simply just chosen not to participate and and not eat the products, and I'm going to leave it at that. Really. Yeah. Regardless of uh, my stance on it as well, a uh, massive thank you to Harry and Becca. They, you know, that interview, yeah. both of the interviews were, were, were great, like, really good. Can I say? Yeah. Really Big good. Thanks, really. I can't see myself ever being a vegan, I'll be perfectly honest. Um, I just don't want to give up cheese and milk and like, stuff like that. That's just too much for me. But, uh, 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 didn't have any in Tesco, did he? It, in terms of in terms of um, collaborators, though, as Tom just said in this, um, I couldn't have think of two better people to have on board to talk about stuff like that. I'll be honest with you. So uh, the fact that they agreed to that was uh, was fantastic, really. And it was nice to have a catch up with Becca as well. Obviously, she's a an old bandmate of uh, of me and Tom's, Rich. Uh, so uh, that was nice as well. It's funny how so, Harry is also an old bandmate of mine. <laughs> it's all band related, yeah. isn't it? Never thought of that before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come full circle all round, really. Yeah, maybe in the next season we'll have we'll have another person on or another person interviewed. Maybe, hopefully, it'd be pretty cool. I'd like yeah, to get more yeah. people involved. Definitely. Yeah, well, it was you know Vegcast and the interviews for it was supposed to be the big grand opening of season three, wasn't it? Originally, um, but yeah, with the way coronavirus fucked everything up, and that not a problem, not an issue. So, anything else to say on? Uh, on the old uh, VegCast? No, if we I'm perfectly honest. By the way. We refer to it as VegCast, <laughs> by the way, but the actual episode title is The Chips Aren't Vegan. Oh, to, shit, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, right, okay. <laughs> Sorry. I wonder what the hell we're we talking about. It's actually The Chips Aren't Vegan. There's a shorthand version of the title, wasn't it, really, that we used in the uh, <laughs> build-up. So. But to be fair, I think that episode is so, so long. If we had any more to add on to it, I would be amazed. <laughs> That's fair. I don't know. Yeah. There was there was a lot I wanted to talk about. I had to duck out quite early. Um, yeah, that, that kind of leads into my apologies for this. Is is um, I found my you know wanted to, there's so much I wanted to discuss. Having watched Earthlings and been speaking to Harry like literally days before the um, the episode went out, um, I was I found myself speaking for the argument of veganism several times. I found the perspective of veganism and um, which was wrong because I'm not I'm not a vegan. So I shouldn't have done that, but um, yeah, that's that's my apology for that one. I don't think that. Nah, I don't think you should apologise for that. I think you know you you got to put yourself in in that space. You know, you were just debating really when it was. I think I said, you know, it was fine. I don't think anyone's going to be annoyed that you tried to defend veganism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then I'm not a vegan. I still eat fucking. You know. I don't eat much dairy, I'll be honest with you. But then that's like saying I don't eat much meat. You know, that's just as bad yeah. as me. Get like called out Gareth for saying that. And then I'm literally doing the same thing, you know. So <laughs> it's totally hypocritical. Very apologist of me. But there we go. Um, that's it, man. That's all eight, nine episodes. Um, well, what, I, what, I will, what I will say, which I was telling Rich the other day, right? Uh, this is a funny one. Obviously, I've got three cats and, and a dog in, in the family home. And... Um, Normally the cats are like, rah, rah, are they scrounging, like, you know, scavenging for 
any scrap of food I'm eating or whatever. Recently, I've been eating obviously vegetarian stuff. They'll come up and they'll have a sniff or whatever, and they'll they'll just walk away. They aren't in, they aren't interested. Not I interested don't. at all. Is that, that a good thing or a bad thing? Sir? They have noticed, you know, that uh, what's eating by this isn't meat. I don't want this. So uh, I get to have more dinner for myself now because they aren't, you know. They can't be a vegan. They're bloodthirsty killers, aren't they, cats? They like the blood, uh? don't they? They like the taste of blood and death, don't they, cats? They love Even that so, shit. Oh, yeah, so. <laughs> I don't know if the I don't know if the dogs have any of your. Uh, oh, they eat fucking anything. Uh, they love like yeah, yeah, they love uh, they love like a lot of fruit and veg as well. Mabel loves corn on the cob, man. You feed what Mabel did they eat the other day when I was over? Some what, what was one of them eating? It was uh, oh, beans or oh, runner beans. Runner beans. Stole, that's they pulled it, the runner bean out of the kitchen cabinet and chewed it to bits and uh, swallowed all of it. Mabel once had a whole pan of strawberries to herself for this like, probably <laughs> bigger than the dog. Um, <laughs> yeah, little little green bits, everything. The whole planet gone. She stank of like strawberries for days. I thought like, how is she not keeled over or got diabetes or something? But um, yeah, she she packed them in, man. She had the fucking lot, you know. <laughs> Fair play to her. Okay. For reference, my dog is about yay big, and had a, a planet of strawberries about you know fucking yay big. You know, bigger planet of strawberries is. Um, <laughs> I genuinely don't know where she put all the strawberries, man. Down her gullet, obviously, but. Fuck, how, they, how she fitted them in her belly, I'll never know. So, um, I got a quiz, if anyone's interested. Oh, I am. It's a short one. It's one quite, well, a couple, couple of it's questions. It's a, it's a quiz about Steakcast. We did it last year. I gave you all stupid oh, soundtracks. Right. It went on a bit long last year. It was a huge part of, of the, um, the recap episode. We all had our buzzer sounds. And, uh, and I'm not going to do that because it was carnage. Um in person, doing it remotely via Skype, it's just going to be a nightmare. So I'm just going to ask some uh, Steecast related questions, and you're all welcome to chip in. I'll keep a score somewhere somehow. Maybe I won't. I don't know. Just a few <laughs> questions. How much? How well do you guys know Steecast? So um, we good to go. We're going to guess. We we happy to do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. So my first question is then: the mystery of the missing hikers from the Unsolved Mysteries episode. And the Chernobyl disaster and or critically acclaimed TV series of the same name both have what in common? Nationality? Ah, uh, is it the Beatles? Nope. Although it was... The, the, Back in the USSR. Our running, jo- our running joke with it started there and it was continued uh-huh. into season two. The reactor is fine. Um... Yeah, One more time, exactly. Tim. Exactly. So, what's the what? What do they have in common? What does what? Well, what Diablo and Chernobyl. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What what do they what do they have in common? The Russian nationalities. Yeah, and they both got Diatlov. Someone called Diatlov as the main guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, comrade Diatlov, or the guy who the guy who like. Never with, uh, the guy from Chernobyl wouldn't shut down the reactor, and then you had the um, obviously Dyatlov Pass, named after the Dyatlov that was part of the hiking expedition. Those are the things that I never put those two to- together before. Um, yeah, but the answer is they both heavily involved a dude named Dyatlov. Um, at the end of episode one, again on Unsolved Mysteries, we petition a local brewer on air to make a Steakhouse beer. This is still yet to materialize. Who was that brewer? Or brewery. Was it Bragdy? It was not, no. no. Great trees. It was great trees. Fucking uh, memory on this guy. Amazing. 
Great yeah. treat. 10 out of 10. Uh, so, at the beginning of episode two, what was Uncle Richard's big bad news? It's oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Didn't expect you to forget that one, Rich. No, how could I ever forget that? Do you know, though, there has been times where I have forgotten my car's gotten nicked and I've gotten in a car with someone. I think I was with Gareth and Jamesy at one point and I'd completely forgotten my car had gotten nicked and James cracked a joke about my car getting nicked and as I was driving, I was like, oh, shit, yeah, it got nicked and then... <laughs> so, you know. You've, put it, you've moved on. You've put that behind you. Yeah. Oh, until, until now. I finished paying it off now. <laughs> Oh, well done. Amazing. Yeah. That's great news. I can't wait till my stop finish by paying my car off. It's going to be, yeah, amazing. You're in the black these days, Rich. Fucking killing it. I don't know. It's wicked. 10 out of 10. <laughs> so the next question, again, episode two, Paranormal. I go into detail about the history of the Haunted of Hill House from the novel to the films and then to the TV series on Netflix. Which celebrity that stars in the second 90s remake did I say was dead, even though she's very much alive? In fact, in fact, they've mentioned her being dead a few times in the history of the cast, even though she is very much alive. Betty White, is it? It's not. No, it's Sharon Stone? <laughs> no, I'm not Sharon I think, Stone. Ben, I think you should offer an apology to this lady, though, as well as... Yeah, she seems like a lovely lady. She does. It's Catherine Zeta-Jones. Um, why uh, I have this thing with her... thought she was dead? No, I just said... She, I don't even know. Ugh... <laughs> <laughs> So super. Um, so everyone's on naught points at the moment. Oh, Richard's on one point because of the car. Tom's on one point because of the grey trees. Um, Gareth's on naught points. So a super difficult bonus question for three points. All through the paranormal episode, I'm whispering constantly, spirit creature wearing the face of a man, creature wearing the shape of a man, spirit on all variations of such. For three points, what song and artist am I quoting? Do we know this? No, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but I kept saying it over and over again. I thought maybe something like Gaz would have Googled it or something. Because it's, it's mentioned like probably about 40 times. I say spirit wearing the face of a man. It's, um, it's befriend, Befriending a Child Killer by Venetian Snares. Um, did, it was on one of our European playlists. It was blaring at like three in the morning as we were driving down the motorway. Like, it was pretty ominous. Um... Nothing from the Brexit cast. Weird internet. Um, what was the name of the company that originally created MySpace? Skynet. Skynet. Nice. There was a Skynet somewhere along the way. A legit Skynet. But yes. it wasn't. Uh, um, it was E-Universe that oh. created, um, created that. So the next question. How many times did the Havalag advert get used in season two? Oh, I Gosh. should probably know this. Gareth's right twice. Twice, is it? Okay. I'll give that to Gareth first. Because we went because we went to a video format, we yeah. haven't actually had adverts for ages. So, so Rich, the way your beard is sometimes, you look a bit like do you know when you done that Vicar thing? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like a white <laughs> So everyone's on one uh, everyone's on one point. Next question is how many times have we promised to do a Black Mirror episode? Five. Three. That's, the, that's the joke question. I don't have the answer. But I've been promising since season one. Um, <laughs> so VegCast, or The Chips Aren't Vegan, was the ninth episode of season two. However, in the 9-11 episode, it said that The Chips Aren't Vegan is originally announced as what? 
first episode of season three. Yeah, well, on. Right. I, I shot myself in the foot by mentioning that less than 20 minutes ago. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah so two points to Tom and everyone else is on one. Um, in the 9-11 episode, I incorrectly attribute the chorus Serial Killer Serial Killer to the Wu-Tang Clan. Which hip-hop track and artist am I actually referencing? Oh, um, Rich, probably you. It's too sad. This is too sad. <laughs> Who did you say it was? Wu Tang Clan. I say in the episode. Is it NWO? And no. Oh, no, it's that. not NWO either. That's pretty much the. Oh, go again, is it, son? Global elite, is it, son? Oh, Jesus! Conspiracy on the brain. You, you put it in the chat, and I can't. I, I did. Can't. I put the song in the chat soon after. I was like, oh, guys, I I was saying the Wu Tang Clan did this song. It was actually um. Well, the song yeah. is called Serial Killer, and the artist is Snoop Dogg, or Snoop Doggy Dog, who's the first album. Doggy Dogg. I'm trying to remember. I remember. Uh, okay, so in the Serial Killers episode, I declined to list the victims of Ian Brady and Myra Hindley, but then minutes later mention uh, one of them. What was, what was his name? Who did I bring up? <laughs> no, the one guy. Not a clue, but... Keith Bennett. Sorry, Keith. No points to anybody there, especially <laughs> you, Keith. Okay, oh. what is the name of the officer to whom Jack the Ripper addressed his letters of correspondence? Oh, I should know this. I read it like three times. Um, yeah, you also uh, read it out as a sketch as well. I wish we put it at the start of the episode. I uh, read it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. Anyone else? Um, I can't remember. I'm going to kick myself. I know I will, though. Mr. Lusk. That's it. Uh... In the Steakcast movie special, what is my honourable mention? <laughs> Can you run me through what you actually done? did Blade Runner, I did Zombie Flesh Eaters, and I did Mother Holland Drive. So it should be Cannibal Holocaust. Fucking this guy. Three points <laughs> to top it. It's one point each to everyone else. What is the name of the book which contains massive amounts of Welsh folklore and fairy tales? I'll give that to Yeah, so two to get. Did you say Mabinigian or whatever? I said some sort of fucking variation. What did you say, Rich? Did you say anything? I didn't say anything. It's just four to Tom, two to Gareth, and one to Richard. What is the name of the seaside castle in which King Arthur was born? Oh, Carnarvon. Nope. Oh, um... Camelot. Nope. No. He wasn't born in Camelot. Uh... Oh, C- Cardigan, is this one? Carnarvon. Nope, it was Tintagel. Oh, never would have got that. That's it. it is, that's where he was born. Good God, Tintagel or Tintagel or whatever you say. I did actually mention it in the episode. Yeah. And you said you'd been there. Yeah. I've been there, I've been there. Yeah, 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 that's it, that's my quiz, so Tom, Tom Tit wins. That's yeah. it, that's it, man. Um, yeah, that's it, I don't know, what, going forward to season three, um, working remotely has kind of drilled down momentum. Um, the first four episodes. Again, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, uh, I'm just going to say <laughs> Should we record something maybe after this is done, to put at the start, this, like, oh, we're sorry, we haven't recorded, or wherever, like, because we're like a month behind, maybe. All oh, right, yeah, yeah. We had a month break, didn't we? 
Um, yeah, we just classed as a month break. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, we are planning on going back to IRL for season three, right? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah filmed or not? Not filmed. We've got to go back to normal. Yeah, back we got to audio. Do. Bit disappointed in that, I won't lie. It's a lot of work to do to do with, it, with the film. Um, like a Joe Rogan style, yeah? Yeah. I'd need two good cameras as well. We also need a consistent place to do it. Yeah. Because you know, like my house and you know your spare room or whatever, it's just... Me and Burrow were talking about that, funny enough, just before you got on. We were on about uh, maybe booking a re- like a recording studio. Like, uh, not recording studio, a rehearsal space. Oh, yeah, that was... Um, didn't we actually talk about before coronavirus? He's up in Birmingham. A, yeah, Birmingham that podcast studio. They have podcast rooms in Birmingham, yeah. Oh. That could be like a special, maybe, if it reopens. I'm assuming it will one day at some point. Yeah. Uh, Sam's from Mbabwe, so she knows the area. Yeah, Christ. That could, that could happen. That could be a thing. So, have we got anything on the cards for season three? I know you guys are planning something. Can we briefly touch on that before we finish? I think we were just waiting to see when we can kind of do things normally again, really. Yeah. We do have something in the mix that's a little bit different planned for um, around Halloween time. I think I'll say that much. Yeah. Sound. We're going to do another music episode, like the Beatles in season one. Um, again, won't go too much into that either. Nothing's been concreted as of yet. Also, there'll be weird internet part three. Um, as I is, think, it. as it stands, we did have some conversations about how that could possibly be mixed up a bit. Um, I had another idea as well, but I can't remember what it was. It'd be a Pony of Cold one part two as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's right, yeah. I, I'm working on that on and off. That'll, that'll happen. But when on. the time's right, though. When the iron is hot. That, no, that's that's going to be when the time's right. Uh, when things are fully okay to do things and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, David Icke spoke in London. He done a um, yeah. He, he was speaking to a massive crowd about uh, all the lockdown business and all that's going on. I'm surprised you went on on the Balaka. Suppose Alan. Uh, I- I've been keeping up the date with him, yeah. Yeah, but but that happened. Uh, I'd like to go see him again if he's back around. Yeah, for a lot of things like that. You know, sitting you know big big areas with loads of people. You know, um, I think Sam got tickets for Shikari, and they've been rescheduled for like July next year. Yeah, I've recently bought tickets for Mayhem, um, and that's in March. Oh, there we go then. Optimistic though, I think that is. I'm kind of now that I've bought them, I'm like, is this actually going to happen? So we'll see, I guess. We shall yeah. see. It's going to be uh, interesting. If all goes to plan, um, I may have uh, the odd interview or two again coming up before the end of the year as well. I don't want to say nothing in case things don't go ahead, but I may get one in at least before the end of the year, I think. See how it goes. Uh, in terms of our. Uh, interviews that we started and uh yeah yeah it's quite uh, disappointing with the whole covid thing because me and gareth had a couple of people lined up to interview and we would have had a lot more by this time you know yeah. if, if everything that didn't happen so it was yeah. uh right yeah has anyone got anything to add no i'm good to wrap season two is done no, and dusted. No, no, no. season two is in the bags in the can i'm gonna make a vegan sunday dinner now 
No, it's going to be sausage, mash, and broad beans. <laughs> it's not really a dinner. There we go. It's been a pleasure and an honor. Coronavirus has massively derailed season two, but, you know, we will get back on the horse, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, on, on the, I don't mean we're not going to start taking heroin. I mean, we're going to get back on the, you know, on the, on the, tr- on the right track. Got my hopes up, man. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I got no... As usual, I got no big grand outro speech. I've just left you hang, and here we are, just fumbling around <laughs> with, uh, with nothing to say at the end. So, um, yeah. Yeah, fade out. See you in season two.